1: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
2: Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
3: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
2: It's good to be with you as we start another week of broadcasting. And we'd like to start immediately by reading a portion of Scripture out of the Gospel of Luke. This is talking about the birth of the Messiah beginning at verse six. And it came about that while they were there, the days were completed for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. And she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terribly frightened. And the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of a great joy, which shall be for all the people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Junie, when we read these scriptures, I think we both can say the same thing. Before we were believers, before we recognized Jesus as Lord and Savior and our Messiah, this would have sounded so foreign, wouldn't it? I mean, the word Savior is not part of the Jewish uh, vocabulary.
3: And there might be some listeners who don't know, Shelley, that were Jewish believers in Jesus.
2: Well, as Jewish believers, we know that this was a miraculous birth. And we see that we don't associate words like saved, Savior, or salvation in our Jewish upbringing. But what's interesting, Junie? There is a Hebrew word that we're going to be talking about, yasha, and that word and the roots of that word appear over 300 times in the Hebrew scriptures, more than they appear in the New Testament. And we'd like to talk about this word yasha, which technically means to save, to deliver, to be open, to be free, to get a victory. Again, powerful word, yasha.
3: And as foreign as the word Savior is to Jewish people who don't know the Lord as their Savior or Messiah or Son of God or the King of the Jews, Malkanu, it's also pretty foreign to the church in general, Shelley, that um, the faith of believing Jesus is the Son of God, is Hebraic. And the roots of the faith are Hebraic. And the promises that God made to Israel are not over with because he's going to come back to fulfill those very promises which starts the Messianic age. So this teaching is for all people, from all backgrounds, and even for Jews who don't know the Lord or Muslims who don't believe Jesus is the Son of God. It's a very powerful teaching because it comes directly from the scriptures. And you know, Shelley, in the Quran, there are many scriptures from the prophets and from the Torah. So it's a teaching for our Jewish kinsmen. It's a teaching for our Muslim cousins, and it's a teaching for the nations, for the Gentile people in the world. You're
2: right on, Junie. And I could say, if you're a Jewish person and listening to the program, we encourage you to look at the Word of God. Look at the Hebrew Scriptures, because we're quoting from the Masoretic text when it comes to Hebrew Scriptures, which is the accepted translations that even rabbis would understand. So... Let's look at this word carefully. And when we talk about saved, we know, of course, that many times it's speaking about a physical situation. For example, God spoke to Gideon, as we'll talk about later. He was going to save the people of Israel from their enemies. It was a physical situation. But it is also a very, it's very clear that it speaks of spiritual salvation as well. The first time this word yasha appears in scripture, we find in the Torah. It's in Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 4. And the word reads, For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies, to save you. So here we see, June, this is certainly a clear reference to physical safety, as the Lord was speaking about Israel fighting against their enemies. The specific word here is Hoshea, which is a derivative of yasha, is from the root word yasha. We see again this word appearing in the book of Judges, as I just mentioned, regarding Gideon. The Lord speaking to Gideon says this, Go in this thy might, and save Israel from the hand of Midian. Have not I sent thee? Again, these two are examples of physical, physically being saved. In other words, defeating the enemies, not allowing the enemy to defeat us. Okay, let's continue on. First Chronicles 16, verse 35. Save us, O God, that word in Hebrews Hoshienu, save us, O God, of our salvation. And that in this case, salvation is Yishayenu. Yishayenu again, a derivative of the word Yasha. Save us, O God, of our salvation. In other words, th- there's a recognition that our God is the only God of salvation, and we know Yeshua, the name of Jesus in Hebrew, means God saves. So, First 1 Chronicles sixteen thirty five. Save us, O God, of our salvation. And gather us together and deliver us from the nations. Now, this clearly speaks of national salvation for Israel. Save us from the nations. Okay, this takes on a greater scope than just an enemy per se. But God says that people cry out, God, save us from the nations.
3: And there's going to come a time, Shelley, when the word of God says that the Lord himself will bring all of the Jewish people back to Israel. That's right. Saved. Amen. And the scripture is, behold, God has become our, our salvation. Yes. We will trust and will not be afraid for the Lord our God is our strength and our song and he has become our salvation. And Moses sang that song right. with Miriam when God parted the Red Sea and it was prophetic for the end days as well as rejoicing and proclaiming that God has become their salvation and that word in Hebrew comes from the root yasha right but it also is yeshua which is Jesus. So it's behold, Jesus has become Amen. our salvation. Amen. We will trust and will not be afraid for the Lord our God has become our faith and Hallelujah. our song and yes, he Lord. has become our Jesus,
2: Amen. our, our
3: salvation. salvation, our Yeshua. And what's so important, Shelley, is Jewish people and Muslims do not accept God is having a son but Moses knew him
2: He spoke to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend
3: And Ishmael and Hagar knew him That's right And Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Sarah and Rachel and Rebecca knew him
2: Amen So I read 1 Chronicles 16:35 but we see how univer uh, what should I say national this word salvation, in this case, is because in the very next verse, verse 36, says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting even to everlasting. This comes on the heels of the word saying, Save us, O God, of our salvation. So we see it takes on a greater scope than uh, it did in uh, with uh, God speaking to Gideon or the word from Deuteronomy 20, verse 4. Uh, let's continue on, and I want to say, and we'll say it throughout the week, When we quote things from the Hebrew scriptures, we're speaking, of course, in English, but we're we're taking this word from the Masoretic text, which is the accepted translation for our Jewish people. All right, let's go to Psalm 28, verses 8 and 9. The Lord is a strength to them, and he is a stronghold of his salvation, Yeshuot, again, a derivative of the word
3: yasha. Just to say, Shelley, that if you're a listener and you have the King James or the New International or different versions of the scriptures, when we read the Psalms, the verses might not correlate because what is the introduction in um, most most translations uh, to the Psalms is verse 1. In the Hebrew translation. So when Shelley quotes uh, a verse and you look it up and it's not there, look at the next verse and you'll see it. Amen.
2: So let me go over this again. Psalm 28 verses 8 and 9. The Lord is a strength to them, and he is a stronghold of his salvation to his anointed. Save thy people and bless thine inheritance and tend them and carry them forever. Again, Junie, it shows the issue of salvation could be a very physical thing when there's an immediate danger. But we see here, especially from First Chronicles sixteen thirty six, blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting even to everlasting, and here, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. You cannot separate salvation from our Messiah.
3: And it's so important, Shelley, because... Our Jewish people do not believe they need to be saved.
2: Right. Saved from what? (laughs) Really? Right.
3: Even though the scriptures tell them that. Mm -hmm. And also the Muslim people do not believe they have to be saved. And that could be Ishmael's seed, who are our cousins. So it's so important to understand and see that salvation, Yasha, Yeshua, is not, um, it didn't start in the New Testament. That's right, that's
2: exactly It so. didn't
3: start in the book of Matthew because Jesus was with the Father and our creator. And so we see in the Torah, in the beginning, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And then he created them, man, male and female, he created them, but you only saw Adam. But Adam was created in the image of God because Eve was within her Mm. as Jesus in him as Jesus was in. The heart of the Father, along with the Holy Spirit, let us make man in our image. So Yasha is a very powerful, needed teaching for the lost in the world, for the Muslims in the world, for the Jews in the world, and for Christians to understand the Hebraic faith.
2: We thank you, Lord. Thank
3: you, Lord. Let
2: everybody understand that salvation and Savior has been embedded in the Hebrew Scriptures and our faith comes from the Hebrew words. In Jesus' name,
3: Amen. Amen.
1: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And